KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. It is your voice. We need to have a serious conversation in this country about racism. Adults have every right to decide what they're going to do with their medical future. It is your vote. 2020. It took four to five days to get my test back. In other states, it was no more than a 24-hour turnaround. We built the best economy in the country over the last 10 years, and we will do it again. Special election night coverage with Jeff Kaplan, Doug Wright, and Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Any moment now, we're expecting the results we've been waiting all night for. The first results will be uploaded to the state elections office website any minute now. We've been building anticipation for this moment all night long. I'm Jeff Kaplan, live with the legendary Doug Wright and Boyd Matheson, the host of KSL's Inside Sources, as well as the Deseret News opinion editor, Boy, Doug, we've done a lot of talking tonight. <laughs> hey, there's, there's some numbers. Actually, we can talk about it, some numbers. In the governor's race, officially recorded, uh, there are 38 votes cast. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> 38? Really? Where are they from? Let's really analyze this. I can't quite get the, the uh, county yet, but uh, yeah, 19, uh, 19 votes for the right bishop team and uh, 19 votes for Hughes and Iverson. So well, there's... But- your very first results of the night, Jeff. You should be very happy. I'm uh, jubilant. I'm elated, but I don't know what that means. I was expecting to hear something with five zeros behind it. I think I that imagine... might have been Church Street in Eureka that yeah. was just checking in. Could be. Now, the various counties are, are sending these results to a state elections website, and that's where we're going to see the compiled numbers over the next few minutes, if I'm not mistaken. A little bit later than that, uh, Governor Huntsman is expected to do a media Zoom at 10.15. We also have Paul Nelson uh, live in Mount Pleasant where Spencer Cox is. We don't know exactly what he might be doing live, but we're all in position for anything that might happen over the next few minutes. And it is going to be a uh, an interesting process. It's really interesting. Those are the only numbers that have uh, popped up there. Oh, wait, of, I, I thought you votes. were joking. No, I mean, those are real results. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a few votes cast in the uh, fourth uh, congressional district. Twenty six votes have been cast there, and uh, so, and 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 it's it's tied between Burgess Owen and Jay McFarland. Uh-huh. Uh, 13 to 13. So, again, these are uh, – <laughs> I've never seen such small results actually come in. It makes me wonder if they're testing the system. Uh, we're, we're not going to do the letting paint dry version of election <laughs> coverage, are we? Because well, this, this is sounds like that. My expectation was that we'd hear full counties dumping their results yeah. onto the state website, and, and we'd hear some big numbers. Meantime, while we wait, here's what – you know, so many of these candidates have spoken with us Lot we do have numbers now. Okay, there Uh-oh. you go. Here we go. Uh, okay. KSL News Time ten o three, and let's go to the studio. Mark Juke is there to break down the numbers as they come in. Mark, are you with us? I am, Jeff. Uh, we've got some numbers now. We'll first check in with the uh, race for governor, and it looks really close right now between Spencer Cox and John Huntsman. Uh, Spencer Cox with a hundred eight thousand, just under a hundred nine thousand votes. Uh, That's 36% of the popular vote to John Huntsman Jr. with 107,000 votes. That's Mm. 35.5%. This looks like a race that uh, no one is going to call anytime soon tonight, especially if this is the the end of the results that we get tonight. Uh, Coming uh, in third so far uh, is Greg Hughes, who uh, with about 21% of the vote and Thomas Wright, coming in with about 8%. Now, checking in with the congressional district, we'll roll the dice between the first and the fourth. Let's start with the first 
right now. And uh, it looks like uh, David Moore is uh, leading with 30, about 32 percent of the vote, 16,000 uh, votes there. Kerry Gibson uh, followed up with about 28 percent. Bob Stevenson, 22 percent. And Katie Witt, Kaysville's mayor, at just over 18 percent. In the Democratic race there, by the way, it looks like Darren Perry is out ahead of Jamie Cheek by about five points, 52% to about 48% there. Now let's check back into the 4th Congressional District. It looks like uh, Burgess Owens is uh, taking a strong lead uh, right now with 43% of the vote, followed by Kim Coleman with 24, Jay McFarlane, 22%, and Trent Christensen, just about 11% of the vote. So that's about 32,000 votes for the leader in the 4th Congressional District, about 8,200 for Trent Christensen, who was in fourth place there. So those are the numbers uh, in those uh, those races that we've been paying close attention to. Mark, do you have county breakdowns at all or just totals? I can uh, look and see what we have. I I am looking. I do not see county breakdowns yet. It just says counting in progress. So it will take a while for that. Oh, excuse me. There, there are uh, so currently in the governor's race, there are, there have been three three hundred and two thousand votes have been cast, uh, and that is showing uh, one thousand nine hundred ninety two of the twenty roughly twenty six hundred precincts reporting. So there still are about seven hundred uh, of those smaller precincts that have not uh, had their numbers dropped in just yet. So my guess is there's still a little bit more coming tonight. Uh, from those precincts that haven't yet reported. In the 4th Congressional District, uh, 74,000 votes have been cast, which is 537 out of the 559 precincts reporting. So a little less coming in. That's a big lead for Burgess Owen uh, there in the 4th Congressional District uh, with a uh, good uh, almost 20-point lead uh, over Kim Coleman and 22 points over uh, Jay McFarland. uh, McFarland was at 22 points. What was Burgess Owen's number? 43%. 43%. At 43. Now, are we going to see another dump? Will there be more numbers trickling in, or is this it? We got what we got, and that's the end of the night. Does anybody have an idea? No clue. We've been told, I mean, we've been told for the past several days that we will see this uh, this dump at 10 o'clock, but I think as Boyd just pointed out, there might be a few more trickling in just by virtue of what he's seeing in the precincts there. Uh, but I think the major, uh, the major, uh, dump has just happened now so i don't think we're going to see a lot of significant change at least uh, at least from what we can see here and, and by the way jeff uh, we we do have breakdown results by candidate uh, county now so if there's something you're interested in a county or a race we can st- we can look at those and break them down or we can stay at the top line and it's enough to chew on for a few minutes it, it's a razor thin margin between spencer cox and John Huntsman Jr. at this point. 2,000 votes separate them out of 216,000 cast. That amounts to a half a percent. What does this mean as we go into the next few days, gentlemen? A lot of waiting, I think, is what this uh, really means. So the, so the next question for me will be uh, how many ballots come in today uh, and tomorrow that uh, either were postmarked or dropped off at a box uh, at an election location today. What is that number? And uh, then, of course, the, the really big question is, where are they coming from? Are they coming from rural parts of the state? Are they coming uh, from Salt Lake County or Weber, Davis County? Uh, where, where are they coming from? Because for each of these campaigns, they have areas where they are stronger. 
uh, and areas where they do less well. And so they're going to be trying to, you know, do the dissecting and figure out where all the votes are. And that's going to help look at the projections in terms of where it goes from here. The Utah County clerk had told me earlier this evening that I think I'm trying to remember the number that they expect between yesterday and today and the last minute voters, that that should be about 20 percent of the electorate. Now, I, I don't know if I have the number right, but it sounded something like that when we spoke hours ago this evening. So, so as you analyze this, Mark, uh, you mentioned you could see some of the, the county breakdowns. Who is reporting right now? Whoops, Mark. Uh, Salt Lake. There we go. You, I we should be you. unmuted now. We, we see some big numbers, uh, obviously, from Salt Lake County, uh, from Weber County, uh, and also, surprisingly, from Washington County. There are uh, a high number of votes in uh, from there, about, uh, I'm just looking, about 12 well, actually, uh, much more than that, much more than 12,000 votes. I would say uh, closer to 20 or 23,000 votes coming in. Uh, Salt Lake County has a lot turned in. Davis County uh, has uh, has a big number. And it's interesting when you look at Davis County, for example, uh, it shows uh, Spencer Cox strongly in the lead, strongly ahead of uh John Huntsman, well, if, if you consider about 4,000 votes strongly, 21,000 votes in Davis County for Spencer Cox, 17,500 for uh, John Huntsman Jr. in Davis County. It looks like uh, John Huntsman Jr. performs most strongly in Salt Lake County, 50,000 votes compared to uh, Spencer Cox, just over uh, 30 6,000 votes uh, in that county. But, of course, in the balance, it's it's just one of those really too close to call things. We see some other big numbers in from Weber County and Utah County. Um, we can break those down a little bit, too, if you'd like. Um, it looks like Spencer Cox is doing well in Utah County, which would make sense because that's closer to his uh, hometown. Uh, he's ahead 38,000 votes to uh, John Huntsman's uh, 24,000 votes. So I, I'd like to stay on the top line for just a moment because it's hard to retain these numbers while you hear them on the radio. Uh, we have Spencer Cox with a 2,000-vote lead over John Huntsman Jr. Can we go back to that first district congressional race? I think you said Blake Moore is holding a, a substantial lead. Yeah, it looks like a... Uh, uh, Let's see, about a 30%, just about a 31% lead. Actually, uh, he doesn't have a substantial lead. Uh, he and Bob Stevenson now, and I don't know if this has changed, uh, but it looks like it has. Uh, Blake Moore Dave, uh, has 30.47%. Uh, Bob Stevenson, 30.07%. So they're neck and so neck. So that has changed. Yeah, and that has changed. And they are neck and neck. Uh, the most yeah. important, interesting thing, I don't know about most important, Katie Witt with the concert gambit that did not work. Where does she show up in this polling? Uh, she is fourth with 16, just about 17 percent of the vote there. And it's also surprising that uh, I would think that that uh, Carrie Gibson, who might have had some of the, the highest name recognition uh, in this race because of his position in the state, uh, is coming in with only about 23 percent of the vote. What about the 4th District? Have we seen any changes in the numbers there? We had Owen at 43%, Cole 24 McFarland 22 and Trent had uh, 11%. Has that changed? That hasn't changed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, still... Uh, there might have been some decimal, some changes behind the decimal point there, but I haven't seen yeah, anything much. significant. Yeah, nothing. Right. 
not a, not a whole lot of change uh, there in the in the fourth congressional. Um, uh, again, looking at the uh, the governor's races, look at those numbers. There are still a few of those that are haven't completed what they're saying is their uh, six thirty session, uh, meaning yeah. the June thirtieth session. Um, and again, those numbers uh, continue to be updated on the Utah election preliminary results page. Uh, and so they're looking now. Um, it looks like the, uh, the the Cox campaign has uh, edged out just a little bit further, thirty seven percent to thirty four percent. Uh, over uh, Huntsman and Kafusi, and then Greg Hughes at twenty percent, uh, and then Thomas Wright and Rob Bishop at seven point seven three percent. So uh, those numbers continue to get tweaked just a, a little bit. What else are you seeing from bit. your vantage point there, Mark? Well, it's the same thing you are. We're we're seeing a lot of, as I mentioned, some uh, changes behind the decimal point, uh, and we are seeing, as you mentioned, it was neck and neck first when we saw Spencer Cox and Huntsman statewide in those uh, that first dump of. Uh, numbers, but now with uh, let's see, 100 and uh, probably close to 300,000 votes in and counted, uh, I would say that uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, Cox leading Huntsman by three percentage points. And by the way, anybody can get on uh, our website kslnewsradio.com/slash/results and uh, can see the latest numbers. If uh, if you're really a political wonk and want to stay up <laughs> all night and watch these numbers change. You can do that. Just uh, get on our page and, uh, and refresh the page for the latest numbers. But we are we're tied in directly with uh, the lieutenant governor's office in those numbers as well. Yeah, and I Mark think I- and Boyd, I, I'm curious about Washington County with Greg Hughes, you know, tagging Victor Iverson as his uh, running mate. What what are the Washington County numbers indicating? Uh, well, let's break down. Yeah. Yeah, Washington County uh, has uh, twelve thousand eight hundred and seventy-five uh, for Greg Hughes and Victor Iverson. So they they did get the largest number, twenty-three oh nine, two little over two thousand um, for uh, the Cox Henderson campaign. So yeah, they did very very well uh, down there in Washington County. Uh, you know, currently leading by about three thousand votes uh, over each of the other two uh, candidates there. Right. I'm sorry. I just like uh, I've been waiting for these numbers all night. Of course, my computer crashes oh. as they come in. So yeah. I uh, thought you had a mic drop moment there, No, mic is still working. Just the numbers, the computer, it's uh, all that. Kara Hoffelmeyer is going to come in in a moment. Uh, there's a statement from the Sean Reyes team or from. Ah, it's it's standing here before me. Uh, do we have numbers on the AG race? Have we heard any? Mark, you want to take those? Uh, I'm I'm going to look at that right now. Yeah, I, uh, I've got them in front. Uh, I've got in front of me uh, right now. Uh, currently yep. on the uh, AG's race, uh, Sean Reyes is leading at fifty four point four seven percent. David Levitt uh, is at forty five percent. So uh, nine point lead there uh, for uh, Attorney General Reyes over David Levitt currently. And again, we'll continue to monitor that. Uh, again, just a few more, I think, trickle trickle in numbers for tonight, and then we'll have to uh, wait for the next uh, the next batch to come through. All right, we have a statement from Sean Reyes here. Uh, he says uh, in a campaign statement, "These are early results, but we're very pleased with the numbers. We hope to increase our lead over the coming days." I want to thank everyone who voted. I am over. Wait a minute. I'm not going to deliver his campaign speech. Uh, let's just go with he's happy with the results thus far. There yeah, you I'm, go. I'm still amazed that, uh, that of, I mean, everybody came on with us this evening. 
except Sean Reyes, and I, I don't understand why. And he backed out at the last minute. He was all set, and then about hmm. 10 minutes before airtime, uh, they said he's not going to be making any statements tonight. And here we have this written statement from him. So there, uh, there is no speaking from that campaign. Nonetheless, he is in the lead. Yeah. Yes, I will tell you this, uh, this is something you shouldn't take personally, because I was speaking with our counterparts in television and they got the same response. So it's uh, <laughs> it's not Doug Wright, Boyd Matheson and Jeff Kaplan involved here. I think it was probably just a strategic decision that he made. Well, I was going to uh, blame it on Boyd. <laughs> you can always blame it on Boyd. You, <laughs> you, are not, you are not alone in that sentiment, Doug. You, you know what, guys? <laughs> the strategy works. He's winning. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, and uh, he releases a statement and then gets me to read it on the radio. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, why don't we recap and, uh, you know, take it to the finish line here because we have our numbers for this evening. Yeah. Yeah. This has been an amazing evening. It really has. Uh, you know, every time I think in, you know, now a 52-year career and 42 of that at KSL, I've seen everything. I haven't. You know, there's something to learn every year, every day. And this has been a totally unique election, a totally unique process, a totally unique time. And uh, I'll tell you, I, I absolutely agree with every, everybody who has indicated that to one degree or another, our lives have changed. And the, the elections we see in the future are going to be substantially different. Lessons were learned here. Things will evolve out of this that we probably have not even yet fully comprehended or imagined. And I'm just glad I was here to see it. And I was glad I was here to share it with you guys tonight. This has been a real honor for me to uh, to once again be part of a election night at KSL. I love it. Absolutely. And, and a very different kind of election night. Can we just go back on one thing? Are there any of these races that, given these numbers, that the race is over, it's done, it doesn't matter what comes next, or are we still in it with every one of these races we've been talking about, the first, the fourth, governor, attorney general? What do you think? I, I would say that these are all still in play. Uh, I think the one that uh, is probably the most surprising tonight and the one that uh, will be hardest to move the needle on is actually the fourth congressional race where Burgess Owen has a solid 20-point lead uh, over Kim Coleman, a 22-point lead uh, over J. Mac McFarlane. Um, and so uh, Burgess, I think, is uh, beating the odds and uh, overperforming on expectation for this first night, election night. Uh, so that's going to be a tough one uh, to break down. In a, again, in a congressional district that small, uh, it's going to be tough for those other candidates to make up that much ground. Uh, with If we follow kind of a pattern of maybe there's 25 percent of the vote still outstanding, uh, you'd really have to have a massive swing in order uh, for one of those other candidates to uh, to catch Burgess at this point. I always ask myself, would my friend Dan Jones call any of these? And I think the only one he might call is the one that you referred to in the 4th Congressional District, but I wouldn't be willing to call any of the others. Yeah. It's a razor-thin razor margin in the gubernatorial race between Spencer Cox and John Huntsman. And on that note, at 10.19 p.m., we're going to call it a night. My thanks to Doug Wright for being here this evening. It is always wonderful to hear your voice on this radio station. It seems proper. It seems right. <laughs> Boyd, <laughs> Boyd Matheson, we always appreciate your insightful analysis during the course of an evening. Thanks to our producer, Kira Hoffelmeyer, associate producer, Nick Wyatt, Caitlin Johnston for working on the Facebook Live project this evening. Of course, Gustavo Rodriguez for operating the board. And thank you, most of all, for listening to election coverage on KSL News Radio.